Maranatha family, I'm Brother Armand Valdez and welcome to our first online Sunday church service. Today, Sunday, March 15, 2020, we're doing an online preaching because uh, of the public health emergency state of our city where everyone is uh, advised to stay home. Thank God for this technology. We can still share with you God's love. We can still share with you God's message, which is food for our soul and spirit. So let's begin. What I'd like to talk about are the things that we need to remember in times of trials. But before I discuss number one, number two, and number three, let us first talk about the three sources of trials. Number one, there are trials that we experience as a result of living the Christian life. Meaning, these are trials to test our faith. Trials because we are doing the right thing. That's why we're being tested. These trials will help us mature spiritually. So to give you some of the scriptures, you can look into 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 20, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 14, and 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 16. So you can study that. Okay, let's go to number 2. There are trials that we experience as a result of our own doing. Meaning to say, these trials happen because of a wrong choice. Or maybe we were into a wrong relationship. Maybe we allowed ourselves to be influenced with bad company. Maybe because we disobeyed God or sin, unbelief, some sort of an untamed tongue. So when you gossip, when you slander, whatever we do, will come back. Now, you see, the principle of sowing and reaping in Galatians 6, 7, Bible says, do not be deceived, God will not be made full, for a person will reap what he saw. Because the person who sows to his own flesh will reap corruption from the flesh, but the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. So you must not grow weary in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not give up. You see, what we sow, we will reap. So that's source of trial number two. Alright, so let's stay away from sin. Let's get right with God, follow Him, seek Him. Alright, stay on the right track. Okay, however, what I'd like to emphasize is number three. There are trials that come accidentally, circumstantially, unexpectedly, or out of the blue. What do we mean by that? These are the unforeseen circumstances. Things that we do not expect. They were unexpected experiences of life. Such as accidents or some demonic thing uh, in nature. Maybe enemy caused trials like the trial of Job in the Bible. He does not deserve to go through such difficulty, Job. But then it was allowed by God. But you see, in the end, because he responded, God blessed him. So there are trials that come not because of our doing, but because they were allowed by God for a purpose. Just like uh, at present. You see, we're going through, through all of this. We really didn't expect that this will happen all of the sudden. And so instead of meeting in church, now I'm talking to a phone. Okay, 
to my phone all right anyway god is good all right so this trial number three is something that we do not have control all right we don't need to look for this kind of trial because this kind of trial will find us that's it so these are the three sources of trials so what do we need to do press on i'm gonna give you more scriptures okay in this next page if we just respond properly under trial this trial will help us mature trials rightly used help us to mature well my question is are you going through a refiner's fire right now press on my friend because you know what the lord will empower you the lord will grant you his grace to overcome all right in job chapter 23 verse 10 it says job said but he but god knows the way i take and when he has tried me i shall come out as a gold that's a good thing we need to understand that when we go through some trial we're going through some sort of a refiner's fire so that when we come out the things that need to be removed will be removed and only the gold the one that cannot be destroyed by fire remains all right that's it now this is the verse i'd like to share james chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 and verse 12 it says count it pure joy my brethren when you undergo trials of many kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance or patience and let steadfastness have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete lacking nothing so you see james does not say if trials come but he said when they do come so point is let's expect them to come as a believer we're not exempted trials will surely come we know that satan fights us he hates us because god loves us that's why the devil cannot retaliate directly to god so he will try to destroy and hurt the people that god loves the devil fights us the world opposes us and makes our life full of battle but you see take heart god is with us all right let's go to the next page this is now the the main message all right so number one what to remember in times of trials number one have faith in god or trust in god's faithfulness as you can see i placed three scriptures in times like this we need to put our faith in the lord jesus christ even jesus himself had to have faith in his father when he was betrayed falsely accused he was tempted was put to death he was crucified you remember when he hung on the cross and he became sin for us he was our substitute and there was this point that he cried out to the father and said father father my god my god why have you forsaken so he was dependent on the father the whole time even at the point of death he was desperately calling on the father so jesus himself had to have faith in his father during his life on earth so do we we need to depend god all the more when we face trials of many kinds uh, 1 John 5.4, let me read this to you. I'm reading in NET. 
Everyone who has been fathered by God conquers the world. This is the conquering power that has conquered the world. Our faith. Let me read it in another version, ISV. It says, Because everyone who is born of God, meaning everyone who is born again, has overcome the world. Our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So, what do we need? Faith. Our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Whatever happens, just trust in the Lord because we know that He will enable us. There's this song. Let me sing this uh, portion of the song. It says, God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good to be unkind. So when you don't understand, when you can't see His plan, when you can't trace His hand, trust His heart. You see, in everything, God has good intentions. So trust Him, alright? Uh, here's uh, another song I'd like to sing. An old song is uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Instead of elaborating and explaining about the song, let the melody, the words and the melody burst into your heart, okay? As I sing it, okay? Listen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own Understanding in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Trust, therefore, in the Lord. Isn't it nice? So you see, we need to trust in the Lord in times like this. You see, trust in God's faithfulness. For He is faithful even if we are not faithful. Alright, so let me read another scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. It says, No temptation or no trials has overtaken you. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And it says, God is faithful. So we need to trust in God's faithfulness. Faithful to what? Under trial. How does God show His faithfulness under trial? It says, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted or tested. He will not let you be tested beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted... He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. You see, the faithfulness of God. You see, even in the midst of trial, of, of temptation, God is there. He will make sure that you have escaped. Alright? And that is good. We serve a good God. Before we get to number two, there's another song from Bob Fitz that I like. Uh, the song goes like this. In the midst of the storm, through the wind and the wave, you'll still be faithful. 
you'll still be faithful when the sun refused to shine and time is no more you'll still be faithful you'll still be faithful lord you see god is a faithful god so have faith in god or trust in god's faithfulness let's go to number two number two is about rejoicing rejoice in the lord always that's what paul said let's cheer up we're not a hopeless people we have jesus we have christ we have salvation first peter 1 5 through faith you are being protected by god's power because of our faith in the lord we are protected by god's power for a salvation that is ready to be revealed at the end of time in this you greatly rejoice though now for a little while you have to suffer various kinds of trials so that the genuineness of your faith which is more valuable than gold that perishes when it is tested by fire may result in praise glory and honor when jesus christ is revealed so all these trials of purpose my friend so let us not give up let's move forward let's press on let's love god and knowing that we are in a win-win game like whatever happens we end up with the lord all right we still have another verse says john 16 32 to 33 a time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered jesus said each to your own home whoa it's real <laughs> okay no 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 this was uh, pointing referring to their time you will be scattered each to your own home you will leave me alone jesus said to his disciples yet i am not alone my father is with me so you see jesus is so dependent on the father and in verse 33 this is what he said or he told his disciples i have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you have trouble you have tribulation but take heart jesus said cheer up okay i have overcome the world so again this is about rejoicing in the lord let's check number three never quit and finish the race when we say never quit never quit to pray never quit on seeking god draw after god never quit to trust god never quit till you finish the race let me read to you some scriptures luke 11 8 i tell you jesus said even though he doesn't want to get up and give him anything because he is his friend he will get up and give him whatever he needs because of his persistence you see when you are persistent you're not giving up press on luke 18 1 says jesus told his disciples a parable about their need to pray all the time and never give up if you're watching this with somebody seated near you beside you you tell that person hey never give up luke 18 verse 1 jesus said never give up don't give up it's not the end of the world <laughs> galatians 6 9 it says so we must not grow weary in doing good for in due time we will reap if we do not give up let's remove that word giving up no sa ating vocabulary 
in the Lord. Because we know that, you know, we're following the Lord. The Lord is with us. He's on our side. Because of our faith in Him, He has already secured us that even at the end of time, we are sure that we're going to be His treasure. We will end up with Him. So we are in a win-win situation. So what do we mean by finish the race? Acts chapter 20 verse 22, this is NIV. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. This is the Apostle Paul. Verse 23, I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. So you see, this is the Apostle, and he is not exempted from trials. In fact, in imprisonment and hardships. Our trials compared to the Apostle Paul is, I, I think it's, it's nothing. But look at this. Verse 24, However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. The task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. So what is the point? Paul is saying that his aim is to finish the race and complete the work the Lord has given him. And what is that work? It is the task of sharing the good news, the gospel of Christ. We too, my friend, we are tasked, we are commissioned. If you read Matthew 28, the Lord told his disciples, go, go, make disciples. That's our work. That's our job. Our job is to proclaim the gospel and God's job is to save them. But we have to share our testimony. We have to be ready and available. You see, we have to share our testimonies. Another verse in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, King James. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. ESV, it says, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. So you see, it is about holding on to your faith, not giving up your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Abide in the Lord Jesus. Remain in Him. Never give up. Never quit, my friend. Press on. Somebody said this. I don't know who's the source. He said, faith is not really faith until it is tested. Somebody said, faith is not really faith until it is tested. It's easy to say that we have faith in God when everything is doing well, when we feel comfortable, when we feel safe. But now, most people, I believe, are not feeling well. Most are in, living in fear, in panic. We Christians, it's, sometimes it's easy to say we have faith in God when, when our prayers are always answered. What if the, the answer will take some time? And also, it is easy to encourage others who are suffering when we're not facing the same suffering or experience the, the loss that they went through, the tragedies they went through. But we're living in the last days. And the devil is waging an all-out war against Christians around the world to try to turn them, to turn us away from God, from following our God. That's why I'm encouraging you, do not give up. 
Focus on the Lord. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Because you know what? The enemy is waging an all-out war against believers. That's why we're tested now more than ever before. Okay, another quote I'd like to read. Winners never quit and quitters never win. Alright? To be a winner, you have to press on. Never quit. Don't quit. Quitting is not part of our system. We will follow the Lord. You see, last night, uh, we had a family talk. It's like a Bible study where we share our hearts. I give them assignments and they, and then we discuss as a family. We give them scenarios. What if this thing happens? What will you do? And so my wife and I, Atilibot and I, encourage them. Never give up. Finish the race. What did Paul said? He said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Meaning to say, you have to stay, to remain faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not deny the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what happens, do not fear. What is temporal suffering, torture, or pain compared to eternal bliss in heaven with God? Eternal life, eternal joy. So do not trade that joy to something that is fleeting. Choose to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Follow Him. Love Him. Do not focus on the virus. Focus on Jesus. Focus on the Holy Spirit. He is the great physician. Nothing to fear. We fear God because we don't want to offend our God. We love Him. That's why we make sure that we live our lives in a way that He wants us to live it. That brings glory to His name. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. And we don't want you, we don't want anyone to miss the mark. We want you to finish the race. So don't miss your call, friends. We want you to finish your race. So this is the last page. For our final exhortation, I want to read to you Philippians chapter 4, beginning from verse 4 all the way to 9. Listen and let the Holy Spirit interpret it in your hearts Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 rejoice in the Lord always I will say it again rejoice verse 5 let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near oh that's very comforting the Lord is near in fact the Lord through the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit lives inside us he's not just near but He lives in us. Let's talk to Him. Let's, let's fellowship with Him. Let's continue. Verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything or do not worry. Don't give in to worry. Do not be anxious about anything. Verse 6. But in every situation such as this, we're like we're stuck up in our homes. It says, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Ask God, Lord, thank you. Whatever you have in your heart, just ask God, Lord, protect my family. Deliver us from this coronavirus 2019 disease. Lord, protect your people. Cover us with the blood of the Lamb. Ask, seek, and knock. The door shall be open. Okay, anyway, let's finish this one. Verse 7 says, And the peace of God, 
which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Meaning to say, if you rejoice in the Lord, knowing that the Lord is near, and then in verse 6, and you do not give in to worry, but in every situation you pray, if you have burden, you lay it down at the altar, you present your request to God, you know what happens? The final outcome will be verse 7. It says, and the peace of God, the shalom of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You will have your heart and mind fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ instead of the coronavirus thing. Alright? That coronavirus is very, very small compared to the big, great God who created everything. He can sure heal us. So, do not fear. Because if you fear, if you panic, you give in to fear and panic, you know what will happen to you, friend? You'll be stressed. And it's gonna have a somatic effect to your body. And then you become sick. Not by coronavirus, but by some other common disease, common ailments, because you're so worried. But you see, focus on the Lord and the peace of God. That's what the Bible says, the shalom of God, which transcends all understanding, all reasoning, transcends all reasonings, human reasonings and arguments, will guard your hearts. There is a wall that will guard your heart and your minds in the Lord Jesus Christ, away from the lies, from deception, away from, 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 from the spirit of fear. Verse 8, finally brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. If it's not praiseworthy, then have nothing to do with it, okay? Focus. Focus. Stop listening to negative people, especially people who are always caught in fear. Listen to people who are listening to God, who are close to God, because the opinion of the Lord is more important than the opinion of the world. Verse 9, last verse, whatever you have learned or received or heard uh, from me, Paul said, or seen in me, put it into practice. Like for many years, I have been exhorting everyone to exercise, to eat healthy, to eat only what you need and to sleep. Now that we are advised to stay home, spend time with your family, with the Lord together, pray together, okay, never quit. If there are things you need to fix, okay, relationship or maybe some misunderstandings in the past, conflicts in the past that were not resolved, no, it's time to resolve. The last part of verse 9 says, And the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace will be with you. The word shalom or peace was mentioned. The God of peace. Paul, even in the midst of trials, he remembers, he understands, he knows, he does not forget that the God that he is serving is a God of peace. Let me challenge you. Do you have peace in your heart right now? Or fear? Do not give in to fear. Reject fear. Because you know what? The Lord our God is with us and he is mighty to save.
as I end the message, again, pursue God to get to your God-ordained destiny. If you pursue God, He will align everything, whatever you do, to His will. So pursue God to get to your God-ordained destiny, for He directs the path of those that diligently pursue Him. He directs the path of those or of them that diligently pursue Him. So continue to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Abide in Him so that you will be guided to the path that He has intended for you to take. So thank you for your time. I hope you're blessed and encouraged today by the words of the Lord. And we love you, friends. And I'm excited to see you when this public health emergency is lifted. So God bless you all. Love to all. Okay, take care.